Welcome to episode 8 of the Girls Girl podcast. So I'm trying a new setup today. I usually record this podcast like at the desk where I also do work and I felt like it was making it too formal or I was like I just want to sit in my bed and feel like I'm just like talking to my friends. So I like moved my mic and my laptop to just sit on my like side table and I'm like sitting on my bed. I don't know how the audio is going to be so hopefully it works but welcome to another episode. Um, This week well actually let's get into what I did this weekend because I think I mentioned this last episode. I wanted to share just some like tidbits of my life before jumping into the nitty-gritty. Um, but this weekend, birthday week is finally over. I think last week I had said it was my birthday and it was like a week-long celebration, I guess. Like I did Thanksgiving dinner with my parents and then I had a couple dinners during the week with some friends after work. And then Friday was kind of like the finale and it was like my big birthday dinner with my close friends. So there was about 14 of us all together and I had like set up this fixed price menu dinner at a restaurant there was so much food it was so good like I'm so happy and so grateful with how it turned out and everyone loved the food everything was so yummy um and the vibe was just good and it was one of those birthdays where like I mixed all my friends like I didn't have separate birthdays you know like sometimes you'll have dinner with a certain group of friends and then you'll break it up depending on your friend groups, but I kind of just like mixed everyone together um, and everyone just like vibed so well. Like I knew they would, like my friends are awesome, but you never know when you're sort of like mixing your different groups of friends. And then we did karaoke after, which is fun. Karaoke, I feel like if you're looking for something relatively like affordable to do, especially in a city like Toronto, karaoke like I cannot recommend it enough because like you basically reserve a room so you get like a private room with like you and your friends you get to sing any song you guys want and like for my room the room I got which fit up to like 16 to 18 people I think is what they told me it was like $350 minimum spend which I feel like split between that many people is pretty easy um so yeah if you're looking for things to do on your birthday highly recommend karaoke So yeah, I also feel like because of karaoke, I'm like having a hard time like talking or like I'm getting winded really quickly. Obviously, I used a lot of my voice this weekend, but we're going to power through this episode because it's a really important one and one I've been wanting to talk about for a while um, just because it's something I really advocate for. And if you are like, willing and able or if you are you know in a position where this is something that's accessible to you it's something I highly recommend doing. So this week I want to talk about therapy and I feel like part of the reason I want to talk about it is also just to like help remove the stigma. I think we're getting better at it like I will just like drop in conversation even with like colleagues like oh yeah like my therapist said or whatever um again because I'm trying to remove like negative connotations around therapy I think historically and I can't remember who I was talking this about like one of my friends but there's always been like a stigma around therapy or like people who go to therapy are like quote-unquote crazy or whatever and sometimes it's like not that at all I think especially in this day and age it's really just a way to sort of like improve your well-being your mental health um, and help you grow Before I get into like my experience with therapy, I do want to make a couple disclaimers. Therapy is expensive. 
it's not super accessible to everyone. Um, like full transparency, like I pay $200 for therapy each session and I usually do two a month. So that's like $400 a month. Like that is not cheap. Um, my insurance covers it eventually. Like my insurance won't cover all of it. Um, so sometimes it does come out of pocket for me. Um, but if you are someone where like that $400 really needs to go somewhere else or like someone who doesn't have like great health insurance, like it is a large cost. And so I totally get like, it's super not accessible all the time and just like definitely privileged to be able to go therapy. And then the second disclaimer I want to make about therapy is like, I feel it is definitely a very personal decision. Like I think therapy is like great, but I also acknowledge like it might not be for everyone or like people might not be ready to do that sort of thing yet. So I totally get that. Like this is no judgment at all. I just want like this episode to be, you know, where I talk about what kind of my experience with therapy and then like what I like about it and also what I find challenging about it just to give you guys like a perspective on what it's like to go through therapy. If it's something you're considering or something you've sort of thought about, I just want to share my experience with it. So I feel like whenever you tell someone you're in therapy, I'm sure the first thing that runs through their mind is like, why? Or like, what's wrong with you? I don't think like there always has to be a huge traumatic like event or like moment to force you to go therapy. Like I think in traumatic events, like yeah, highly recommend therapy, like to talk it through and sort of like process that. But for me, while like there is like historically like traumatic events that have led up to me going to therapy, it was really like the pandemic which pushed me to really go to therapy. Um, around like 2020, I could feel my mental health deteriorating. Like peak pandemic, I had like ended a situationship with someone and like things, a lot of changes were happening essentially and I just could feel how like drained I was and I like I was like, I gotta talk to someone. And then I also got, like, super drunk and, like, had a mental breakdown. So, like, that also contributed to it. But, like, there were a lot of things happening around me that I just, like, wasn't processing. But I was self-aware enough to be like, okay, I think I should, like, talk to someone about this. Which I think is, like, when you have that moment of realization is, like, the best time to go to therapy. Um, Because it's kind of that moment where, like, okay, I need help. And I feel like therapy is all about getting help. Um in like a really like professional more formal setting I guess um and I like had to find one like I'd been to therapy before like years ago and I didn't really love it like it was okay um but I also don't think I was like ready for it yet like I wasn't really ready to be like upfront and honest and like I wasn't in that space of like I want to help myself get better I think I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna do this because I, like, have to, um, but this time was, like, different, so I really wanted to, like, find someone good and someone that I was gonna stick with. What's funny is when I was looking for therapists, and it's hard, it's almost like being on Tinder because you just have to, like, scan, like, pictures of these therapists, and they have, like, they have, like, blurbs about, like, what they specialize in, so that kind of helps you make your decision, Um, and I had initially picked this one woman. I don't know. She looked nice. I read her bio. I felt like it could like work for the kind of stuff I wanted to talk about. And when I reached out, 
they have like um a receptionist or something that does like intake and she was like you know that specific like therapist isn't available for like I don't know whatever six weeks or whatever and I was like I don't know if I can wait that long like I really wanted to talk to someone I was just like I don't know I just needed to get thoughts and feelings out and so she recommended someone else and I was like sure why not and honestly like I feel like it was one of those moments of like meant to be or like it was very serendipitous I think because who she ended up like pairing me with is like who I'm still seeing to this day so I remember like being super anxious I was also like living with like my roommates at the time um and you know when you it it was like the pandemic so there's not a lot of like places to go we're in a shared space and luckily like I had the best roommates ever and I would be like hey I have like therapy and like she would put her headphones in like I'd have my headphones in too um so that like the stuff my therapist was saying wouldn't be like out loud um but obviously like I would be speaking so like you know I might be able to be heard um but yeah my roommate at the time was super cool about it um and I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about in my first session like I was like oh I don't know like I don't know what to share like how deep do I get into it it's just like an intro and I think I like immediately like started crying or something like I just got right into it and it was that moment where I realized like wow I've been holding a lot in that I need to like talk about with someone and initially because of like the stuff I had like shared that I want to talk about like this therapist was like I actually need to see you every week um that's like how bad my mental health was at that time like it was just so awful and like definitely heightened by like the pandemic and lockdowns and all that um so yeah I was like seeing a therapist like weekly and like like I said at the beginning was not cheap and like at the time too I had like awful benefits I the job I was working like really didn't pay that much so it was definitely hard but something in me was like I need to like make this work and keep pushing through because like therapy is like an investment so like it's really expensive and costly um but if you are like able to and like can't afford it I really do think of it as an investment in yourself so yeah I like start seeing this therapist and I feel like because I was so honest and upfront at the beginning we were able to cover a lot of ground and so like I could feel changes kind of already happening within like the first six months and I think because she decided I needed to see her weekly it almost like accelerated like healing because I was really able to share so many things in such a short amount of time that it gave her the context that she needed to then figure out how she was going to help me. So that's what I liked about it, like, in those early months, compared to the, like, very first therapist I ever had, like, years ago. Um, I'd noticed such a difference, and, like, I've had this conversation with a couple people now where I think, like, your cultural background and the cultural background of your therapist also matters. So, like, I had a white therapist, like, way back when and like I'm Filipino and like my upbringing is obviously very different from hers like everyone's is but even the cultural experiences of like not being white I think also contributes to like how your therapy and like healing journey goes because there's going to be like things that like 
and it doesn't make them a bad therapist they just have different experiences than you so like they can't always pull from like the experience of being a person of color and be able to relate it back to something I'm talking about so I think that's why that didn't work out but like my therapist now is black and like she has told me that like some parts of her cultural background are very similar to my cultural background and like there's a lot of things she gets that like a, a white therapist wouldn't get at least for me like for me as like someone who's Filipino like I think it helps to have a person of color as my therapist so that alone I think also made a huge difference in sort of like my second attempt at going to therapy um and then the other thing is like the therapist I have is like blunt and like some people might not like that and I'm sure there are people that might need a more like gentle approach to therapy and like there's so many different ways to go about therapy um but I think for like where I was I needed a bit of tough love and I needed someone who was going to be like honest and blunt because then it helped me be honest and I think it helped like the dynamic I have with my therapist because like honestly when I first went to therapy I remember thinking like the first thing I want to talk about was like the end of the situation I was like oh my god, like, I'm so heartbroken, like, I'm so hurt, and, like, I'm never gonna trust anyone again, and I remember bringing it up with her, and she was like, okay, if he comes back, he comes back, whatever, but, like, we have bigger things to tackle, and, like, she was so right, like, that was just the tip of the iceberg, like, there's so many things beneath the surface that I needed to bring up to the surface to then deal with, and, like, it's not easy to do, like, I'm not saying you just, like, go into therapy one day and like can spill every secret you've ever had um out and like that is sort of the challenging thing about therapy um is having to be like honest and like being honest to your therapist and also like being honest to yourself and being able to like be open to feedback because I think that's when you really learn to grow and really build self-awareness I think on like the honesty part too what's challenging is like you will be telling your therapist like only one side of a story right or like one side of an issue that you're trying to navigate so they can only work off what you're telling them so if you're like not being honest they aren't going to be able to give you the help that you need or the advice that you need to hear um or help you get to you know a decision or whatever it is that you're bringing up because if you are consistently only sharing like good parts about yourself I don't know one you might be a narcissist or like two it's not gonna help you in the end like you need to be able to sit there and like look at a situation and like look at like what someone has done to you if that's something you're like trying to work through with your therapist but also being able to reflect on like your actions as well um and it's like un comfy to like look at yourself critically like we hate doing it like we like inherently I think just want to think there's like nothing wrong with us or like that we're perfect and you you know you don't want to take a look inward because it like means that you aren't a perfect person I think that's really hard for people to accept um but important for people to accept and then on top of like having to look at yourself and criticize yourself, you then have to like dig even deeper and then start pinpointing things that have happened in your life that made you that way or like make you react in certain ways and like 
that's a whole other level of like uncomfy when you have to start like breaking down your like childhood or like something that happened to you in the fifth grade like all these things that you have to like unravel and it's like genuinely like opening Pandora's Pandora's box which is why I said at the beginning like no judgment at all if you're not someone who's not like not ready for therapy like I'm such an advocate for it and I think it's great but I totally get how like it is scary and like uncomfortable and like there are some days where it still is uncomfortable and it's funny because me and my friend were having this conversation and ironically we have the same therapist and she's like do you ever like withhold stuff from your therapist and like I did think about it and I definitely think I have and it's not because I'm like trying to lie most of the time it's probably because one I already know the answer or two I'm just like not ready to get into it yet and I think like don't force anything like if you go to therapy and you're not ready to talk about something like then don't like wait it out if you need to or like the time will come when you're ready to talk about something I think if in any situation in life when you try to force things to happen I feel like the opposite happens or it's just like doesn't work out the way you want it to um and it's honestly like a a journey like therapy will be like a lifelong thing like there might be times where I might only go once a month like right now I'm done twice a week and sometimes I'm like um I could probably do like once a month but like because there are ebbs and flows in life the same would go for like your therapy because like even last week I went to therapy and I didn't really have anything super pressing to talk about like I had a pretty good like two weeks and like I think because I've been in therapy for two years I have the tools to sort of like I don't know main like navigate my emotions and like be the bigger person in situations and like I'm less reactive now I think so then I have less to talk about in therapy because like if I like get super triggered by something that someone says or something does someone does um like that is like definitely in my mind I'm like okay I gotta talk about this in therapy but it's weird because the more you grow like yeah the less you sometimes have to talk about but you don't want to like just end therapy you're not like done like no one just stops growing or stops like improving themselves um which is a weird thing about therapy like like I said it's like a lifelong thing and it's it's work it's like actually exhausting and sometimes it's hard and I think what makes therapy hard is also when you are in your healing journey or whatever it is like and other people around you aren't it also makes it hard when you have to sort of like be the bigger person in a situation when sometimes you just want to like be really reactive um but like you can only control what you can control and that's what I always have to remind myself um but it's like hard and like you start to notice things about people also and like I try not to psychoanalyze people too much because like it's not about me um but it you start to notice things you'll like notice things that your friends do and then you'll sort of be like hmm like I wonder why they do that or like what happened in your childhood that made you do that but like it's one none of my business and like not my like cross to bear I guess like that's the other thing about therapy like you are gonna learn so many things are not even about you or like have nothing to do with you like it's usually the actions of like someone else or like things that are so out of your control um and you just have to like accept it like therapy is about like healing 
letting go, criticizing yourself. Like it takes a lot of effort. And I think like like I said earlier, there are good days and there are like harder days in therapy. Um but it's like you're a forever student once you're in it. And it's not something I like want to give up. Like I like it and I see the changes. So like even after like two years of therapy I've grown so much and I know it's because of that like a lot of it has to do with me finally just like taking control of my life and being like okay what do I need to improve about myself or what do I need to work through so that I can like let things go or just like learn how to better navigate my like emotions so that I can like focus on better things or like focus on other things that are going to bring my life more joy and I think I've definitely seen it happen and like when you can finally you know move on from like trauma or like heal you can then just like focus on other things and focus on the future because I think if you don't talk things out you're kind of like stuck in the past just by default because you like haven't let things go so like yes in your mind you're like here in the present but like deep down parts of you are years behind just because you haven't worked through some things and I feel like that's where I was or I was just like so stagnant in life like because I just kept ignoring things that I needed to hash out and like talk about it was like keeping me stuck in the same place and like my self-esteem was low like my confidence was like so low because I was like carrying all this negative stuff and the minute you start just like letting it out and letting it go and like thinking more positively and like focusing on things you can control and things that you can improve on and things that will help you grow then I feel like you're just by default like rewarded for that and like I think of the jobs I've like had in the past and like a lot of them I just kind of like accepted because like I said, like, my self-esteem was so low, or, like, the people I let in my life were, I don't know, like, the difference that therapy has made for me, and, like, this might not always be the case for everyone, but, like, this is just, like, my experience, like I said at the beginning, but I would not be who I am now if I hadn't done the work, if I hadn't worked through my issues, or, like, hadn't prioritized, like, my mental health, I would not be able to do the things I I'm doing that like I wouldn't be on this podcast I wouldn't be like working at Google like I wouldn't you know be the kind of friend I am now to my friends or the kind of sister I am to my sister like I would I don't know I still would have been stuck in that place and it would have been so like sad like to not reach my like most full potential and I think therapy helps with that I think of people who inspire me in life and like in my career and a common thread between these people or like people who have been to therapy or even if it isn't like traditional therapy like people who have just done like self-work like a lot of like shadow work a lot of like inner work and I find that's why the people I surround myself with are kind of along the same vein where they have this like level of self-awareness where they're able to like be honest be emotionally available, be, like, able to criticize themselves, um, because I think of, like, the people who've sort of, like, exited my life, and 
a lot of them have like definitely needed therapy um or like just don't have that self-awareness or sort of just like coasting through life as is and like haven't done the work on themselves and then it like gets projected onto like the people around them and like you're probably thinking of someone right now like as I'm saying this and like I had a conversation oh my gosh I'm literally gonna repeat this because I at my birthday dinner I was talking about this with my friend Jenna and she was like oh yeah you mentioned like talking about how some friends are like feel draining like you can feel drained around like certain friends and I feel like that also applies here in talking about therapy because you'll see like people who haven't done any sort of work or like haven't you know taking the time to like look inward those are the people I find are really draining because they I don't know there's just like this ignorance to them that like makes it hard to like relate to them once you've done your own work because then you like see it and like it gets projected onto you and so then that's why it's like so draining to be around those kinds of people and I feel like I always come back to this like I totally get like it's not like oh easy to just like do therapy like between cost and like being ready to but I think even just being open to it like I you guys know I'm like super into like manifestations and you know an exercise I've done in the past is writing you know the qualities I want in a partner and one of the things is like I literally written down like I want someone who's like been to therapy or someone who's like open to like I want someone who like has enough self-awareness to be like you know what like maybe I should talk about my feelings with someone or maybe I should like do some work like I don't think anyone is above working on themselves or like looking inward like we've all gone through shit in life like we know that like there is something to be like worked through or like you know, just taking a look at her, like, processed correctly, like, I think of dating especially, and, like, a common thread, and, like, I will get into, like, dating topics in other episodes, because I feel like, you know, it's definitely something I have experience with, but I think of the guys I've, like, dated or been in situationships with, and I'm, like, I know exactly what was wrong with them, like, when I, you know, after I've, like, gone to therapy, I'm, like, there's just things that they did not process right usually like a breakup of their like or there's like not over their ex or whatever like just something in their life that they haven't worked through and like probably have no desire to which is like a whole other thing because like you know guys are traditionally just like told to hold their feelings in which is like really sad but like that is like something that I would really value is in a partner is like someone who is willing to like process their feelings and like talk about their feelings because like I've done the work like I think because I did this work I have such high expectations now of like who I want to like spend my life with or who I want to build a future with because it's like okay if I'm doing this work if I'm going to therapy if I'm like doing all this stuff to better myself like why would I expect anything less and I think that goes back to what I was saying about like your whole view not only on the world but on yourself changes when you do this sort of work like my confidence is so much better like I just believe in myself so much more 
than I used to. Um, and a lot, like, it's not solely, like, therapy, but, like, it really helped me get to that place of, I don't know, being able to look at myself differently. So, like, yeah, you have to, like, look at yourself critically, but then you also kind of learn to love yourself in a different way because you're able to work through the things that made you maybe not love yourself so much or, like, things that, like, hurt you or, like, made you feel a certain type of way of yourself. Like, once you work through that, oh my gosh, like, you just feel so much better about yourself and, like, it's crazy and I, like, can't, I don't know, I can't recommend therapy enough. Um, I don't know, that's just, like, my experience. I know it might be different for other people and, like, I'm sure there are people who have had to go through, like, many therapists because they haven't found, like, the right one or whatever. I definitely feel lucky that I did and that, you know, I'm still able to see the same person and still have things to, like, work through. And one thing that, you know, my therapist actually brought up because I remember a few weeks ago I had, like, I've been doing Zoom. It's so weird. I've never, like, met my therapist in person yet in the two years. It's always been on Zoom, but... I remember logging on a call and I was like, I don't really have anything to talk about. Like, things have weirdly been good. And she was like, you know, we can also, like, celebrate the wins. So I think it's a space where you can just, like, share, yeah, like, share the bad things that happened or, like, share the triggers that happened or, like, share issues you want to work through. But therapy can also be a place where you can celebrate your wins because then you can, you know, you have this person who, like, knows you in such like an intimate way and like when I share wins with my therapist like it probably is very like gratifying to her too like she will say things like okay like you are one of my like success stories like which is really nice to hear and I feel really like lucky when she kind of shares that because obviously I'm sure therapists want to be as like objective as possible um but you know it's nice to be able to share good things with my therapist so that she also knows that her, like, she's doing her job well. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, like, I feel like if you're listening to this and you have any questions about therapy, like, I don't know, DM me, like, I could talk about it all day. Um, it's definitely, like I said, beginning a privilege to be able to go and not even just a privilege to, like, physically, like, go to therapy or, like, afford therapy it is a privilege as a whole to be able to heal and the one thing I want to leave you guys with is something my therapist said you know when you go to therapy you're actually like saving the next generation because like you are kind of healing yourself and so like the way I raise my kids and like the way I sort of treat people will be different than how I was treated or different how like, different than how I was raised, which will create, like, a whole different vibe for, like, my family in the future and, like, our generation, and or that generation, which I think is really cool that something that might seem so small, like, me going to therapy isn't, like, revolutionary, like, people have been going to therapy for years, but to know that it might help, like, my future kids and their kids, like, navigate life differently and maybe avoid things like I had to go through um I think that is what I find like really profound about therapy
Thanks so much for listening, and I will be back next week.